Welcome to Earth 2 Comic Cast, where superheroes exist and comic book talk is the norm. It's your boy, Mo Crosby. Um, I'm here today with a buddy of mine, Kyle. Kyle's been here before. He helped us do, uh, was it Daredevil? Or no, it wasn't. It was Punisher. Punisher, yes. Kyle helped us do the Punisher review. And it was really great. We got a great response. And I was looking for a way to bring Kyle back. And it happened to be the biggest, the biggest movie in the world happened to come out last weekend. He couldn't do a review last weekend, but he's here to do one this weekend, and I'm glad. Alright, so we're gonna so you from that intro you understand that we're talking Avengers Endgame. Um this is not oh, the snap. <laughs> 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 Right. This is not the first time we're doing multiple reviews of a movie on the show. We've actually done three. We did three for Black Panther. Can you imagine? It was three reviews for Black Panther. Anthony the drunk geek did one. Um, we did a big review with Patrick and everybody came on and we talked about how it connects to like the culture and it connects back to Africa and we did uh, Lucas and Mo did one and Lucas and Mo reviews are usually the out there ones okay so for the end we, so the Lucas and Mo endgame review we tried to logic review it and uh, it doesn't work logically so I want to call this review that we're about to do I want to call this one do you even comic book because I have come to terms with the fact that Avengers Endgame is a comic book movie and comic book uh, uh, logic only applies because if you try to logic it, it won't work. Um, what do you think about that, Kyle? I agree. There are way too many wompy loops and theories and everything else for it to make logical sense. There's a lot of things like... You, you throw the term quantum in and all of a sudden it's supposed to justify why this is that way. And I'm like, no, that, that, that's not how life works. You just can't throw quantum. It, it's funny because it's like, yeah, you know, we're going to, we know we're going to give you a bunch of BS, but to justify our BS we're going to give you, we're going to use the term quantum. <laughs> because they, they, they made fun of it in the Ant-Man movie, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yes. Uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. And like you, so they already let you know. Hey, look, we're going to get very weird, and we know it's going to be very inconsistent. So because of that, we're, um, we're just going to throw quantum in front of. Them. Like so, they already gave you that disclaimer that that shut up and deal with it um, disclaimer early. Yes. <laughs> And, and in, in that regard, right, just because I can't logic review it, I ended up with the fact that Infinity War to me is the better movie because it's a very straightforward movie. They don't ask you to they don't ask you to take your mind anywhere. Like they don't ask you to shut your brain off. They don't tell you to shut up and just watch and enjoy. They actually make it make they, they, they painfully made Infinity War better because they just wanted it to be straight straight to the point. Thanos snapping. This one just Whew, the first two hours of this movie, boy, I was lost. But again, it's a fun movie. It's a fun comic book movie with fun comic book references. And I think the best way they did it in terms of saying, yeah, we're just going to tell you your logic of time. Whatever you know about time travel, throw it out. Because they made sure to reference every time travel movie that we've ever seen. Okay, um, Back to the Future, Bill and Ted. So they reference all of that and they tell you, no, it doesn't work when it comes to Avengers uh, uh, Endgame. That's not how it works. That's not how it's going to work. So it was kind of like, it was kind of like, yeah, this is just, you know, a fun uh, comic book movie with comic book logic and everything. Uh, it, it works out that way. If you if you think about it as a, if you just say comic book logic to everything or like uh, Kyle said, once you throw quantum in front of it, that's the end of the story. Like it's just quantum and that's it. Um, so 
and, and, and so with that out the way with the you know with my my thoughts out the way i want to know kyle's thoughts i mean yes he said the quantum thing but i want to know his thoughts about the whole movie period like how you felt about you know like everything start to finish First and foremost, I love I love the Russo brothers. I love their work. I love what they bring to, to the um to the MCU. I love that like I can tell from their directing and Marcus and McPhilly with their writing, I, I I can tell the passion for Marvel. You know what I mean? Like I can tell that they, they do their research with Marvel. It's not like I'm gonna use it use this one exactly. It's not like Iron Man three, where it's like, yeah, we're gonna throw some characters on the screen and just roll with the script. It's like, no, they actually took time to write this movie, so I'm not going to take away from any of that. But I have some issues when I watch a movie, and it's like the comic book always wanted when I'm watching it, and then five minutes after I get done watching the movie, I feel like there's a lot of things pitching and a lot of loopholes here that just really don't make sense. <laughs> and 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 I'm just like, like, you know, going back to, and I'm going to use Ant-Man again. You, you pay for something, like how an Ant-Man, you explain, like, you lose your size, but you don't use your, your density. But all of a sudden, um, Hank Pym walks around with a tank in his pocket. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> so it's like, you, you paint rules to, to, to something in a movie, and all of a sudden you just break all that logic less than a half an hour later in the same exact movie. And that happened several times in this movie. I'm like, ugh. And one of one of the big glaring holes I have is Loki. Yes. Like, so, and I, I knew that some kind of way in this movie they were going to find a way to keep Tom Hiddleston in the MCU as, um, as the actor. I knew it. You know, you got the series coming out. Loki's a popular character, whatever happened. Um, people love Loki. Like, he's a, um, Tom Hiddleston's a very charismatic guy. Uh-huh. And Loki's a cool character to, to explore. And I think MCU's done a greater job exploring him than the actual comics had. This so, is true. This is true. <laughs> so, and, I mean, Thor's a fun character in the comics. I ain't gonna lie. Thor's fun. I'm glad that, that we finally have comic book Thor on screen. I'm really glad about all that. Mm-hmm. But the, the issue I have is now we're, we're at the point that we're really over-milking Loki. Like, where he's too much of the focal point. And I knew some kind of way, going into this movie, avoiding spoilers, that they were going to find a way to bring Tom, Tom Hiddleston back into, to make more cash off this guy. Oh, yeah. And, and lo and behold, the Tesseract is right there in front of him <laughs> when a plan goes awry within 2012. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I, you, you got to create some kind of issue because you couldn't have the plot just go straightforward without a problem. That's not how movies work. That's not how storytelling works. It's just not going to happen. It'll be boring. So I get that you had to have something. But when Tom Hiddleston got the Tesseract, got away, I'm like, okay, so that means they're going to change the future of everything. Well, no. You get to the end of the movie, and Tessa Thompson is still on New Asgard. New Asgard is still on Earth which I do hope opens up a siege storyline in the future. I do hope that happens. But um but but you have you have the um you have Loki basically bamf out of there. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait a minute. This is a huge inconsistency. And then 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 uh, I I listened to a podcast recently, uh, where they did an interview with uh the Russo brothers and they're like, Oh no, this just opened up another uh another dimension. Like, it's just an alternate reality. They're like, no, that's not how alternate realities work. It's not how they work at all. 
but you screwed up a timeline. You didn't open up an alternate reality. Right. So when so back in 2012, uh, Hulk goes to meet um, Professor Hulk goes to meet the Ancient One, and he's standing there talking to her, like trying to get her to give him the Time Stone. And she explains. So this is what the movie does in terms of time travel. So she explains that you do not change your the real timeline. You just create a branch. And 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 that again, this is where the movie says everything you know about time travel. Fuck it, because it doesn't matter. This is why I have a problem with it because again you can't. You see, it's you're, you're asking me to to forget every time everything I know about time travel, every comic book I've read about time travel, every you know. So because again, there there are no rules to time travel, so it doesn't. So again, the movie can make its own rules up and decide that is what they want to do with time travel. So I could see where the Russo brothers are like, yeah, they didn't, you know, Loki created a new timeline, but you're right. So. Just like this, in the same vein, Captain America created a new timeline when he went back, you know, when Sam, uh, Steve Rogers went back to drop all the stones off. And instead of dropping, and when he goes back to 1970 to drop the stone, he decides to go back and, 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 and shag his girl, uh, you know, and shack up, create a family and all of that good stuff. So that, that, in that timeline, he has ended up, but what, what kind of throws all that off is if you create a new timeline, how do you come back to the, to this timeline with with you know and, and drop off the shield how how do you know again how does that work that's my only problem is since you created a new timeline right should you be able to come back to the current timeline because again in the movie's logic once you take something out of somewhere it creates a branch you so, have to take it back to fix the branch yes and last words was i'm going back and i'm going to fix all the broken branches not knowing he and then he ends up in my mind you've created a new branch right well, well all right so in that defense and this is probably the only thing i'm going to defend with the movie i feel like that was always on the table i feel like from the beginning to a degree that was on the table because in uh was it civil war or was it uh or was it uh when the soldier when 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 they go back and uh, Peggy Carter's right there, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they have the video of Peggy Carter, she talks about Steve and introduces her to her husband or whatever like that. They never in the MCU explain who Peggy Carter's husband was. This is true. This I is feel true. like I feel like that that was left on the table, and Peggy was destined to basically marry Steve, basically Terminator. Like you know how like a Terminator, right? Um, John right. But yeah, I, I feel like that was always on the table. And I felt like, the, the, like that was going to be the branch. And I felt like that is the only thing that probably would be accurate. Well, then, like, if that's the case, then. I'm always going to marry. If that's, that's the case, that's I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at right. that. So what we've done, in a way, is talk about all the problems of this movie. And again, the only problems that this movie does give is the whole time thing and, and jumping time. I feel like if they use dimensions... Like, oh, you go to an alternate dimension where, you know, the Avengers don't have an Iron Man. And because, again, if that's the case, right, if that's the case, you could bring back Natasha to this current timeline. You could go take her from another timeline and, and, you know, whatever branch you create. But the way she the ancient one said the thing about the branches is the branches are bad. Branches are bad. And that's it. Like creating a branch would be a bad thing. Um, Natasha doesn't have to die. Iron Man doesn't have to die. Oh, you, you know what? Spoiler warning at this point. Uh, 
those two characters don't have to die because you can bring them back. But that those are my those are my only problems with this movie is the time jumping and the uh, first two hours of this movie. But we get to the third act, the third hour of this movie, and boy, I tell you, do you even comic book because they bring out all the comic bookness in this part of the movie, and it's it's awesome. I think this is. Then you talked for like two days straight about yes. like how much this was like splash page, like. It was like a, a 60-minute splash page. 100%. Because it just... I had to change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the... So, so this, is, this is how I feel about the last hour of it, right? So, I really love... So, we get two major fights in this last hour. We get the first, the big three against Thanos when they, when they circle around him. And I'm like, it's they're about to fuck shit up. And I'm like, this is about to look really good. And... Yeah. In, in that moment, two things happened before, you know, so um, Captain America, Thor, and, and uh, Iron Man come out, you know, come out because uh, uh, Thanos, uh, 2014 Thanos, I believe, destroyed uh, um, Avengers Complex. So they come out and they're standing on the horizon and they're looking down and, and I think Iron Man asked uh, Thanos, um, Thor, like, what is he, you know, what has he been doing? What is he, you know, what has he been up to? And Thanos is just sitting down there chilling, waiting for his daughter to bring the stones to him. He's like, nothing. And in that moment, Thor does the most badass thing he's done all movie. And I'm saying to myself, single-handedly, Thor is about to end this movie. Yeah. And that's what I thought. And in that moment, I was like, this is... Because, again, I, I have... I, I made sure I have that... I saved the gif, right? Uh, the gif or whatever gif. It looks so cool in that moment where he calls Milner and he calls Windbreaker. Stormbreaker. I'm oh, sorry, Stormbreaker. Yeah. And he transforms. He's still Fat Thor, which I liked the whole movie. I'm like, oh, please keep Fat Thor even in this point. He's still Fat Thor. And I feel like we're going in this movie backwards, but we're going to talk about other moments. But I really like this moment where he transforms into Thor and he just looks like he's And he braids the beard. Yes. I'm like, wait a minute. So you transformed and you braided your beard in the moment? I was like, okay. Yeah, at this point. So th that way Thanos can't like pull the beard to kill his ass. But it, it just it just looks so cool. And yeah. that that fight, the so regardless of what happens in that fight, you know they they get their asses washed because Thanos was not 2014. Thanos was not playing with anybody. He washed all three of them, and he beat. Can I, he, can he, I say something? I think I told you this before. Right. I think 2014 Thanos is scarier than Infinity War Thanos. Yes, definitely. Infinity War Thanos, I cheered for because I was like, look. Actually, like, he's passionate. I get his mission. It might not make all the sense in the world, but you know what? I kind of rock with this dude. You know what I mean? Like, right. he's not, like, just trying to marry Death and get Death to love him. You know what I mean? He's just snapping his fingers to get Death's attention. You know, like, he, like, this is a guy about something, you know? So I was like, yo, I like this Thanos. But then when you introduce me to this, like, shout out to Josh Brolin, too. Yes. Play two different yes. Versions. Of a character in the same movie, the polar opposites, but they're the same person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like it was very evident because mind you, I'm jumping around too now. When you get to the first, um, when you get to when the Avengers first attack Thanos on Titan Two, and oh, you know, he was uh, tired, man. Finally, he, he went was, for the head. Right? He was making breakfast. That, 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 yeah, he was making breakfast, and he looks at his daughter's like, maybe I was too hard on you. Like 
that Thanos is the same Thanos from Infinity War. Like, that's a different character. Yes. That's a character that's very reflective, very hurt of everything that he had to do just to achieve his mission. And, like, he's very reflective. It's like, he's very genuine even. Like, even when they're there, they, like, they chopped off his hand and everything. Like, he's not cursing out the Avengers. He's not trying to fight them. He, he's not even putting up a fight. He's like, look, I get why you guys are here. This is what happened. I'm sorry, daughter. Like, I mean, I was too hard on you as a father. Right. And I, I, before that story even went any further, and I'm comic booking out for a second, um, you know, Thor slices his head off at the end of the story. You know what I mean? So I would say he had to destroy the stones to take away temptation, which I applaud Thanos on. Like, exactly. look, I can make any reality I want for myself. Bruh. I don't want that temptation. I just wanted just to do this because this is my life's work. This is my passion. And the world, the, the universe needed me to do this to help the universe. I'm inevitable. He said it. <laughs> now, 2014 Thanos, completely different character. Completely. Played by the same actor. <laughs> and scary as hell. <laughs> like, completely frightening. Yo. Like, 2014 that... Thanos, I want no parts of. None. No, I want no smoke. <laughs> the line he says to the Avengers when they come, you know, when, they, when, when uh, the big three come close to him, he says... You, you, he, he said something about your failures and what did it bring you back? It brought you back to me. That is a very haunting line because it's very evident of the fact that they, they lost and for, like they suck. He told, he pretty much told you guys suck because for the only fact that you guys feel like to do this, you have to come back to me. Like I am, I am inevitable. Like I am supposed to happen at any, every time your story's told, it always comes back to me. Like you guys cannot move forward without coming back to me. And he waxed there. He beat the shit. Like, my only problem is I feel like Captain America is, is the most inconsistent power character next to Thor. Yes. There's no reason Captain America is hanging with Thanos. None. Like zero, zero. Like no, he. He should have his Yo. head punched in every time, bro. Every time. He should have been having a seizure on the ground. Yes. Bleeding out his mouth and everything, and then laying there breathing hard. I'm like, dude, you're, you're dead. Like, like, there's no way possible. You don't have animanium bones. Like, Daniel's connecting with you once or twice should to crush your skull. Exactly. I mean, if we look at, again, if we look at the, the uh, two, um, 2019 Thanos or 18 Thanos, because that is Infinity War. Yeah, eight, eight, 2018 Thanos, right? When they get to him and they cut his, head off, cut his head off, right? That Thanos, right, was weak when you see what happened to him. Because, again, when he used the Infinity Stones the first time, he didn't look like that. He used them again, and I think that's what took all the power out of him. That Thanos, right? 2018 Infinity War Thanos again destroyed thor in the beginning of the movie destroyed hulk in the beginning of the movie captain america is not hand-to-hand -hand thor is not hand-to-hand -hand, uh, uh 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 he, he's not hand-to-hand -hand, like he if he has captain america is not hand-to-hand -hand thor he's not hand-to-hand -hand the hulk at any point I don't understand why he's hand-to-hand -hand Thanos. Like, it's never going to make sense to me. But, I, I, again, I also understand that he's a fan favorite. So, I mean, this man held a helicopter. You know, he grabbed onto a helicopter to flex his biceps. And, uh, and was it uh, was it Winter Soldier? Yes. Yeah, so, I, I, he's so inconsistent with his power level. I mean, uh, Thor took a, a, a dying star to the chest in Infinity War. He should be like, and when it comes to him and Thanos, they should be close, right? 
But again, that doesn't matter. But seeing the big three fight panels was a dream for me. It was incredible that that first fight, you know. But then the the big comic book moment happens when all is lost. Thor is on the side, done. You know, I mean, before the the big comic book moment happens, where where Thor is li- literally about to die, right? Millionaire is on the floor, and they don't show you what happens. You just see it getting picked up. You see it lifted. And it's like, and in your mind, you kind of know what's about to happen because there's no fucking way, like, because again, you didn't see Thor reach out for Milner, right? You just saw it lifting. And man, again, because that has happened in the comic books, Captain America lifting, uh, wielding Thor. Yeah. It even happened, I believe, in Secret Empire. Captain America wielded Thor, or wielded uh, Milner. So when he did it, again, in in these movies, right? You, your question is. Has Captain America been worthy enough? No, but in that moment, you don't ask. You don't ask that question because, again, you are getting the biggest fan service you can ever get. How did you feel in that moment? It makes sense because I feel like all right. So, Age of Ultron, Captain America nudge Melnir, right? Mm-hmm. And this has always been my theory. Catch, um, uh, what was it? Uh, what did the witch show you? And um, and uh. Stark says, I, I, I don't trust somebody that doesn't have a dark side. And right. Captain says, what? Well, um, you just don't know my you, you don't know my dark side yet? And then later on, you find out in Civil War, Cap's known that, that Bucky killed Tony's parents all along. Oh, yeah, that's you know right. I mean? so you, right, so you realize, oh, crap, all those things make sense in the sense of why Cap couldn't live Melnir. Because that was the one thing. That was the dark side. That was the one secret and the one dark side of Cap. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I and guess... Cat, Cat, yeah, Cat would have preferred to go to the grave with that secret to have Tony ever find out that Bucky killed his father. So like, I guess once Cat that comes been out... Perfectly fine. Yeah. Dang, so Cap, 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 is, Cap got a dark side to him. So I guess once that came out, there was nothing else holding him back from willing... Yeah. Because, man, he... Took it to Thanos, but again, this is Thanos at full power in 2014. He takes his licks, he wipes the blood off his lip, and he destroys. First, he he dumps off Cap. Didn't wait, time out. Didn't he grab Stormbreaker? Yes, he did. When Thor was reaching for Stormbreaker, yeah, he caught it. This is how badass yeah, Thanos he is. Like, into his yo, Thanos is yo. 2014 Thanos didn't didn't play any games. He straight up caught. Stormbreaker out the air and said, "You know, you want it? I'll put it in your chest this time." <laughs> yeah. But you know what's funny? And, and like, it, it's, it's funny and foreshadowing. So you know, 2014 Thanos did not know that Thor did that to him. No, then, he did though, right? Because no, he, when he saw he his daughter's uh, um, flashbacks, but he didn't see the fight. Oh no, he didn't see Wakanda fight. Is that yeah, what you're talking about? Yeah, because remember, his daughter was on Titan. Yeah, she was on Titan. She wasn't in Wakanda, so he only saw up to... He only saw up to when they when she, he sliced his head. And I believe that's why he wanted to kill Thor was because he sliced his head, not pushed the uh, hammer in his chest. Because, man, th- to me, that moment, it was like, yo, parallels. But you're right. He didn't know that happened to him. But, no, he beat yeah. the brakes off... Uh, he beat the brakes off Captain America with Milner. I was like, okay... You, you you flex for a little bit, Cap, but you about to die. And he destroyed the shield. When he yo, destroyed the, the shield. The way how he destroyed the shield was savage. Yo, he said, I, you want to, he took his, uh, 
He took his blade and kept. He destroyed the shield. When he destroyed the shield and had Cap laying down, do you do you go back to was it Civil No Age of Ultron when Cap, um when Tony has that dream? Yeah, it was broken the exact same way. Right, the right. Exact same breaks on it. And I I don't know if they panned back to Tony for Tony to see that happen, but if they did, that would have been awesome. You know, a nice callback. It didn't matter because in that moment, Cap is like. I, he gets up in his I can do this all day mode when Thanos is rapping to him is like, oh, you fought well, but I am about to destroy your earth and blah, blah, blah. And he he gets up. He's like, man, fuck it. I'm just I'm just going to die. If I got if I got to die, I got to die. Straps the shield yeah, tight. Right. So you read that Fanny Gauntlet uh, comic before, right? Yes, Did definitely. You read that? Yeah, definitely. Right. Did you have in the back of your mind, Cat was going to give that 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 speech? Uh, uh, yes. As long as one of us is standing up against you, yes. you'll never win. Yes, that's what I okay. thought was going to happen. I was waiting on that speech, and I was like, he didn't do it. I was pissed. Because I was like, yo, I, I, I want... Imagine, I always thought that was the cheesiest thing in the world against Thanos. Like, it was cheesy. You, it was cheesy in the comments. It, it's cheesy regardless. Yeah, it's cheesy. But, but it's, it's like, important I know to it's cap. cheesy, but those Avengers Assemble when you think about it. Yes. Screaming out Avengers Assemble. When... Half of the, when half of the Avengers can't even hear you because they in the back. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm saying a line in general. So I'm, I get that Cap's line. You know what I mean? I get, I get it. You know what I mean? Read comic book reading. I look forward to reading that line or whatever like that. But it's just like it is a cheesy line. It's a hugely cheesy line. But it's like, but Cap, I was looking forward to Cap giving that that speech. Like, but as long isn't, as one of but us isn't Cap like a cheesy character to begin with? Like I believe exactly. Cap, That's what I was looking forward yeah. to the speech. And that speech is a Cap thing to do. So I was expecting him to be like, you know, as long as one of us, you know, when he strapped his shield, I was like, yeah, that's the moment he's about to talk, and then everything is about to happen. Because when he straps this, when he straps his shield, I was like, okay, this is it. As long as one of us stands against you, because Thanos had given his speech. I'm expecting yeah. Cap to give, you know, to turn right around and give his speech, and then portals start opening and all, all the stuff, good stuff starts happening. But it didn't happen. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's but we still got a very brilliant moment. You know, the, uh, hey, Cap, can you hear me? On the left. I was like, get the fuck. And, and uh, when Sam said on the left, it, it, it was a very endearing moment. I'm not going to lie. Seeing all of them come out of the diff- different portals. First of all, what the hell was Spider-Man swinging on? Because there was nothing to swing onto. Like, you know, my wife and I had the same conversation. <laughs> she was like, what was he swinging on? She was like, because like, I was talking about the whole issue with the women. All of a sudden, mid-fight, joined together like she had. She's not alone. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I man. have an issue with that. That was and cheesy. And she was like, you know, I have an even bigger issue. What was Spider-Man swinging on? I was like, yeah, about that. Because they're, <laughs> they're, all the buildings were destroyed. Everything was. So what were you swinging on? But he comes in. And they tried to have an emotional moment with him and um, Tony. But, you know, when everybody comes in and you see all of Asgard coming in, all their Asgardian glory, you see all of Wakanda come in and Ebon Bay and all of that happens. And it's like, okay, it's pretty cool. Again, again, my man T'Challa is just used as cannon fodder. Like in these Avenger movies, he's very much cannon fodder. Like he was such a beast in in, in, um, Civil, Civil War, right? Yeah. Everyone was so hyped for him. In his movie, he got his ass whooped majority of it. But in in Infinity War, he was he, he didn't was, even get a line. He was useless. Make this man a shield. Um, in in Endgame, like give it to me. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna Hershey walk on my way to the to the truck. And I'm like, yo, what is going on here? Like this is this is like 
yo, he needs to do more. But you know, it's fine. He's gonna get um, Black Panther two, and you know, we'll be fine with that. But seriously, I think T'Challa has been underused in the Avengers movies. So hopefully, in the future, we can you know get a really good use out of him in an Avenger movie moving forward. But when all of them come out, and you see Doctor Strange, I think one of the last people to come out um, is, and then. You know, um, Ant-Man turns Giant-Man, destroys the building, drops a one-handed Hulk and and uh, Rocket. And I, I'm like, yo, this is... Uh, no, one-handed Hulk, Rocket, and uh, what's his name? Um, um, Tony Stark's sidekick. Uh, uh, War Machine. I'm like, this yeah. looks... And then the camera pans out. So you see the big, you know, you see the big picture. And in my mind, I was like, this is the splash page right here because... On one side, this is very comic book. On one side, you have the good guys, and on the other side, you have the bad guys. And yeah. that was a beautiful shot, I have to say. Like as much problems as I have with that final fight just being a three uh, a CGI just mess, that was a beautiful shot, and I can't hate on that. But we know in every movie, in all of these comic book movies with big with big fights, it's all see, uh, Aquaman had its problems with the CGI mess. Uh, it's 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 all CGI and we get it and it's at night or it was dark but it didn't even matter because in that moment I believe it didn't matter because in that moment you just as a comic book person as a nerd your your dreams came true right there like you like you said change your pants <laughs> like yeah. yo bro I smiled in a way I've never smiled before like I, I'm being so serious like. When when the fight started, like when when Avengers Mansion, uh, not the mansion, the, uh, the headquarters, the oh, yeah. headquarters got destroyed, and you know the fight was on, and it started out with uh, them saying, "I know it's a trap," and he goes, "I don't care." Yes. And then boom, uh, Yarborn and Melnir's in his hand, and yeah, I call it Yarborn. I don't care that they call it Stormbreaker. In the movie. <laughs> 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 but when Yarborn is in that man's hands. And Melnir, that man's braid, uh, he braids his beard, like, all in the lightning strike. My, my, I, I had an instant smile on my face I can't describe. And, like, I was like that all the way up until Iron Man died. Like, I was just like, dude, this is amazing. Like, even when Starlos got kicked in the nuts, I was still smiling. Yes. <laughs> like, yo. Like, and it was like, it was like a joy. Like, I've been reading comics since I've been, what, six, seven years old. This was, like, the most enjoyable moment I've ever had. And, like, I didn't have this, like, and I, I would say the closest to this I've had, aside from Infinity War, was, like, uh, what's that, uh, said, uh, the, uh, the Thor movie, Thor 3, uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Because it looked like I was, yeah, because it looked like I was watching a comic book movie. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, uh, Or Dark Knight, uh, or Dark Knight. That, that was a comic book movie. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't even see Christian Bale as an actor in that movie. I actually saw him as Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne, right? You know, yeah, it, it was weird. Like I saw, I got a real Joker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was weird. And in this one, it was like it was cool because I didn't feel like I, I was looking at actors at, the, at, at this point. Like I was like characters brought to life. Yeah, they buried themselves in a role, and I was just like, this is cool. This is really cool, like, to see these actors, like, really commit to these roles. Like, the whole the, the Nebula and Gamora thing, and I'm seeing Nebula play, I'm seeing an actor who plays Nebula play two different Nebulas, two Yo, different roles. you gotta, you gotta like, love it. Yeah. I'm looking at Cap versus Cap, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like I can do this like, all day. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about the past know. in a minute. Let, let me just, let's just finish this this big thing. 
So my my so the 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 feeling I felt for that moment, Avengers Assemble with that splash page was the feeling I felt recently. I just felt it in Shazam, because I don't know if have you seen Shazam. I haven't seen it yet. I I I I implore you to find a way to watch it because you I don't see now I can't even tell you the moment I felt it in because then I'm gonna ruin it for you. I don't want to spoil it for you but. If you've read uh, the new Fifty Two Shazam or you know J- uh, Jeff Johns Jeff Johns run of Shazam, you will understand yeah, right. what I'm talking about. Because in that moment, I I have never clapped in a movie, but in that moment in Shazam, I actually clapped. I, I it was involuntary. I don't know where it came from. I was I found myself <laughs> clapping. I was like, Yo, hold hold on hold on, wait a minute, am I clapping? Yeah, I I did the exact same thing when they panned out and you saw the big the big picture, and. I don't mind that he said Avengers Assemble in that moment because I feel like if you've been watching these movies from 2008. Oh, no, no. I didn't mind he said it. Like, actually, I was glad that he said it. Like, I think I cheated. Yeah. I cheered. Like, I jumped up in the movie theater. Mind you, it's, uh, it's Saturday. No. Right. Oh, so it was probably yeah, I, saw, I saw it Thursday. I saw it Thursday. Oh, Thursday night was up packed. in the movie theater, and I, and I did the... Uh, you know how when Flacco does a touchdown, he does a yeah. Yeah. I did that in the movies, <laughs> yo. And I caught myself and I realized, oh, crap. Yep. Yep. And so when he said Avengers Assemble in that moment, I'm like, yo, this is your culmination. And this is where Endgame succeeds because this is the culmination of your 2008 Iron Man 1 to this very moment. Like, if you watched all of these movies... This is it. This is the moment you've been waiting for. I mean, the only thing that could have made that moment better and bigger would be if somehow Hugh Jackman and the X-Men and the Fantastic Four went in it and you're sitting down like just busting every kind of nut in that moment. That would have been the only thing to make it better because it would have been Ultimate Alliance instead of just the Ultimate Ultimate Avengers, Ultimate Alliance. Something would have just been great in that moment. And But it's... It still doesn't take away from the fact, even though the X-Men aren't there, even though um, Fantastic Four aren't there, it still doesn't take away the fact that that was a very, very glorious, glorious moment. And yeah. chaos ensues. Everything is just everything. And, and okay, so now I have a problem, right? So we get to Thanos, and we get, you know, everyone is trying to hand, put hands on Thanos, and obviously no one can put hands on Thanos. And here comes Scarlet. Scarlet is like... You took everything from me, and he's like, oh, "Bitch, I don't even know you. Like, who are you? Like, that was the pettiest thing." I started laughing at that. Was funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Thanos, mind you, Thanos has been mean in this whole movie, but that was the pettiest thing he said. I don't even know you. He doesn't know. I, that's the truth. But that's the truth, though. But it was petty. <laughs> it was still petty because she's here. But he's over annoyed. Me. Like, think about it. He's annoyed. These guys are stopping him from, in his mind, he's trying to help them. Right. It, well, no, no, a, a, actually, at this point. Oh, no, at time, this point, like, he said, you know fuck all of you. you, you I'm destroying need, yeah. everything. I'm just going to destroy yeah, yeah. everything and start it over. And cre- at this point, so this is the difference between 2014 and Infinity War Thanos. Infinity War Thanos' track mind was <laughs> balance. I'm going to create balance. I'm going to create balance. I'm taking half of the universe. Endgame right. Thanos was like, you know what? Since you guys are ready you know, since if if I do this again, this is what's going to happen. No, nah, I'm not doing this again. What I'm going to do this time is just fuck all of you. I'm going to create a, a, a universe that I want in my image. And I'm like, yo, this is a this is a villain because in an yeah, infinity. He was War, straight villain. 
in Infinity War, you have people simp- you know, sympathize with him, like, oh, I, I understand why. I can I can see balance. You know, I can see, I mean, with 50% of, you know, uh, the population going, there's always more resources. And, you know, people were questioning, why don't you create more resources? But then you create, you, then you create an imbalance, a bigger imbalance. But this one is like, no, fuck your resources and fuck you. I'm just going to create, like, so this Thanos was angry when, when she yeah, came up to him. Crazy. Go ahead. In a two-movie arc, we just saw a villain's origin story. Like, like yes. if you think about it, yes. it's a villain's origin story. 100%. Like, 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 he was actually in his mind a hero. And depending on who you talk to, a lot of people actually think he's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, kind of like when you listen to people, well, you know, Steve is actually the villain or Tony's actually the villain. Like, everybody has a different perception of how they look at Steve and Tony all going all the way up to uh, Civil War. Like, so, to a certain degree, Thanos was a hero. Yes. You know, because Thanos never malicely went after somebody. No, oh, like, no, but even in with, Endgame, with the he did, though. With Vision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was like, like, no, I was talking about all the way up until, um, oh, like, Infinity, like, Infinity War. War. Yeah, like, when yeah, he killed Vision, like, he actually empathized. He, yes. I, he, yeah, he really he empathized. He felt bad about killing Vision, yes. Yeah, like, it, it was like, dude, like, even if you look at the fight with Tony, like, Thanos is showing mercy on everybody up there. When you think about the fight on Titan, yes. like Thanos really wasn't hurting anybody all the way up until he had to stab Tony. But he, like, that was like, yo, you tried to stab me. Right. He was like, I hope they remember And even you. then, I'm going to have a conversation with you. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this was the first time we actually saw Thanos, like, really, really angry. He's like, I don't even know you. But it, as funny as that line is, it's kind of petty because he is right. He doesn't know who the hell she is. You're just coming at me. So, you know what? Forget it. And then she, in that moment, in my mind, she could have ended the whole thing. But I guess we needed Captain Marvel to happen in this movie because she hadn't been in the movie yet. So, we needed her. So he couldn't kill her. But this is how evil Thanos is. He's like, you know what? Rain fire. And and um, was it was it Corvus? Uh, yeah, Corvus Blades yeah. was like, yo, our own people. He's, He's like, like rain fire. Them. He's like, fuck them niggas. Rain fire. And he drops. And, and, and again, this is a very beautifully shot scene. But what I really liked about it is, right? So again, my problem is she could have killed him, but she didn't, whatever. So the thing about it is, so we get the 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 magicians in this movie do their little you know rainbow thing and i was like oh my god this looks beautiful and i'm like yo this is really cool like again when you look at that shot from the top you just see the magic rings everywhere and it's like okay this is pretty cool and and and, you know captain marvel comes in and i'm like okay well wanda go back to doing what you were doing because again you can end things for everyone but again i guess we needed more captain marvel because now she goes up to peter parker who has the gauntlet and she's like hey peter parker you have something for me she grabs the gauntlet and he's like how are you going to get through all of this and we get the woman moment she's not gonna she's not alone and i was like ah oh, really like where they all first of all where they all come from because none of them were around him yeah. none of them were Secondly, there she doesn't need your help she really doesn't she really doesn't she's OP. Because She's OP for real. Did you see what she? So when everyone was individually stabbing people, shooting people, she really just ran through like a bunch of tanks. Yeah. Till she got up to Thanos. Dude, you remember the X-ray scene from Miss Marvel from Captain Marvel the movie? Yes. Like she, X, like she X-ray punched a ship. <laughs> like. So, 
And then even in this movie, when you see her fly, you know, towards the the truck, you just see her fly to like go through tanks. So there's no need for all of you women. Like you're wasting everybody's time for that. But I guess it was a woman, and you know, woman empowerment scene. You know, was really cool for them. I guess. But in all honesty, but it seems disingenuous though. It, it is. It, it seems Very. so forced. It was disingenuous. It is forced. But again. See, that's the thing I liked about this movie is because in the moment you're watching it, you're in. So this all happens when you get, you know, you've gotten Avengers Assemble, you've nerded out. So at that point, you're in the movie. You're not going to question it. But when you sit back days later and think about it, you're like, wait a minute. Did we actually need that? She's not alone scene because what is Shuri doing there? Like, what is what? I wanted that scene. You know why? Because people like my wife are now invested because she's married to me. She's invested in Marvel. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I have comics all over the house. Like my basement, I have nothing but milk crates filled with comics. Nice. But and like when I'm in the bathroom, I read comics. You know what I mean? So like my wife now thumbs do comics. Like I got her now on indies. You know what I mean? Nice. You know what I mean? Like like I, I got her now on indie comics because of me. Like Dark Horse, everything. Uh, so uh, like she's reading. Uh, what's that? Uh, Superior. She's reading Superior oh, now because of me. Nice. <laughs> right, because so, so I'm, I'm doing a reading like, like of Superior because I'm looking forward to Netflix. Like uh, I said, so like, so the, like, so that moment was again was a was a moment for the women to to feel like they were part of it because up to that point it'd been you know just about the guys, Ant Man, you know, or the end of it. But again, Captain America yeah. had a pretty cool moment with Hero and um, Hero being uh, Pepper Potts and himself, not Captain America. I'm sorry, Iron Man when they flew up together and they're like you know. I, I asked myself in that moment, I'm like, how does she, but you know, comic book, you can't, you see, you can't ask these questions because again, it's a comic book movie. And this movie as a, in the beginning of this movie, they told you shut up and don't ask questions. Yep. And so you can't, you know, you can't go through this movie asking questions. You can't logic or review this movie. So we get to that point and she's not alone and she flies up and Thanos destroys the, uh, the, uh, the, the reactor or whatever, you know, in the back of the truck. Not the react the quantum time thingy in the back of the yeah, truck. The you just gotta call it the quantum time thingy. He destroys that, and now Captain Marvel and Thanos about the one on one because Thanos has been one on oneing everybody, kind of you know getting his licks in, and people and so she's like with them and they're going hand to hand and he, so I don't know how he got the gaunt. No, okay, when he destroyed it, it sent a wave and the wave kind of blew everybody back. Captain Marvel drops the gauntlet. I'm like, yo, you can't be a running back for nobody because you're you, that's a drop already. Oh, like, that's, that's a drop. <laughs> so she drops the gauntlet. Thanos picks it up and then she kind of like, you know, wakes back up in time just to grab him. And she's like, nah, you're not going to put this on. And he puts it on and they're fighting and she's stopping him from doing anything he wants to do. And guess and she finally grabs the gauntlet from him. And in a in a in a in a, in a moment akin to. Captain America stopping him from you know doing anything with the with the gauntlet you know stopping the gauntlet yeah. that again because that scene reminded me of Wakanda where Captain America grabs his hand I'm like yo this is stupid and Thanos again tries to do what he did to Captain America like man you can't hold my hand boom but you know he comes against the Tesseract uh which is Captain Marvel and she doesn't budge he headbutts her nothing and he's like you know what I'm just going to take out the power stone and you are going to get the fuck out of my way with this. Like, no, I'm done. I'm done playing with you. He takes out the power stone, smacks her into the next screen. 
And I was like, and it yo, was this hilarious. Is, it was, I laughed. I, I shouldn't have laughed because, you know, you know, that's supposed to be the female character moving, moving the future forward. But he knocks her out and he puts the power stone back. He's about to snap. Thor gets up. Uh, 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 Captain America gets up. Ooh, we didn't talk about the Milner moment with Captain America and Thor. Where, oh, yeah. <laughs> you get the little one. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, this is so. This is this is such again. This is a beautiful comic book moment because this goes back to Wakanda, where he's like, "You stole my look with the beard." You know, it's it's they have they have such a moment. You know, they've had back to back moments in, in these movies, right? You know, you. I love their brotherhood. Like, yes, I love their brotherhood. Yes. It's like it's, yeah, like you said, it's like a brotherhood. You stole my look. No, he's like, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You don't get Stormbreaker, my bad. Get, give me, yeah, give me, give me Stormbreaker. You get the little one, and that was a pretty cool <laughs> moment. And and you know, so he's beat, he's beat Thor out. You know, he beat uh, uh, Cap out, and he's about to snap. And Doctor Strange looks over to Iron Man. He's like, okay, this is the one moment. And Iron Man knows what he has to do. I don't know how he gets the stones out, but he does, and he snaps. I have a problem so with I that. I heard somebody mention, now mind you, I've seen the movie now four times. Okay. Somebody told me if you listen real closely when Iron Man is holding his hands, you can hear the gears and you can hear the stones change. Huh. I haven't heard it. Yeah. Uh, but it, mind you, I just heard that pro- yesterday. Probably. So I'm, I'm going to go back and see the movie again <laughs> just to hear that part. Or maybe when it comes <laughs> out on Blu-ray when I'm at home, I could turn it all the way up to hear that part. But... That's that's the thing is like this movie does require a couple a couple of views. I've seen it twice. I think I'm, I will see it again just to be sure. But he gets it. So now my problem is. So this is why I do have a problem with it. Right. You remember. So let's go back to right before everything kind of sh- fucks up. Right. When mm-hmm. Hulk puts on the, the gauntlet, the glove, because this is not a gauntlet. This is a glove at this point. He puts it on. And when he does put it on. Right. It took him a good five minutes to snap because it was yeah. too powerful. But Iron Man puts it on and just like that, in three seconds, it's like I am Iron Man. Right. So, so it's it's you know again this movie does have its inconsistencies. Even if it tells you comic book logic, that is still very because again it was comic book logic that made a Hulk be able to be the only one to do it. But it was also but you can't tell me oh well Iron Man could do it in like just like that you know but. I mean, him dying again. If he didn't die, then I'd have a huge problem. But him dying was great. Uh, and then everything ends. And Thanos just sits down again, akin to when he finished off in Infinity War. He sits down and just like that, he does. Now, the bigger problem is, so at that point, Gamora is fighting for the good guys at this point, right? Right. So she's not a bad guy. So she doesn't go. Uh, she doesn't dust because which uh, uh, tricky, even though she's I'm not, not a, sure if she dusted or not. That's though. the thing, even though she's not a guardian at this point, but she is fighting for the good guy. So if you if your wish is to have Thanos's army dust, she's officially still a part of Thanos's army, even though she is fighting for the good guys. Right. Right. But, but see, did did did, uh, did Tony know that though? That's the thing because Tony or or was his or was his snap just everybody who came through the portal with Thanos dust because it was so fat. Like remember, she Hulk came, mentioned it. She came through when the portal. he had the gauntlet. She came right. through the portal. So that's a wonder was that his snap? Well, yeah, Gamora came through the portal with Thanos. Exactly. So, so I'm wondering because I'm wondering was Tony snap 
everybody who came through the portal had to turn to dust. I'm wondering if that's what the stat was. And I wonder did Gamora turn to dust? Because in the end of the movie, you find what's his name, but but I think she's been cast or she's been revealed as part of the cast. And this is this was this was to me another big problem for Marvel when they started announcing all these sequels and all this all the, all the other shows. When they had, when they announced Hawkeye's show, I'm like, oh, that means his family is you know because again when when we started seeing trailers for this movie we see hawkeye as ronin and you kind of know that his family had the dust so he goes to be a you know he goes on to be this badass character so now they announce his show and he in his show he's going to be training his daughter to be you know hawkeye or whatever and they announced um uh loki's show they announced uh black panther 2 spider-man 2 already dropped the trailer and Spider-Man 2's trailer also spoiled uh, Infinity uh, Endgame Nick in a way. Fury. Huh? Not even Nick yeah, Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury. It, not even Nick Fury because it did mention you are now alone. So if you focus on that part where Happy tells Spider-Man you are now alone, he's talking about the fact that Tony Stark is not here for you anymore. So if you paid attention to that, you know, some people didn't care about that line, but that line came out before Endgame. It kind of foreshadowed the fact that Iron Man might not be here, but you know, again, see, that was a, I kind of defended in a way. All right. And the only reason why I say that is, I mind you, I knew this was Robert Downey Jr.'s um, last movie in right. the contract, right? I already knew that, but I was in denial, like maybe like he would still be in this movie. So when I'm saying, when when I heard Nick Fury say or have to say, "You're all um, you're all alone now," I'm thinking, "All right, well, he's over in Europe or whatever." Right, and right. Like being a family. There's no Avengers over there. Right. That's how I was looking. Right. Because I didn't know how Endgame was going to end. Right. You know. So so I mean, so it didn't really spoil it for me. So but but so there so, and then and then they announced Guardians of the Ga- Galaxy three, and then they announced that she's going to be here. So I mean, it's again Marvel kind of has a way of tipping their own hand at you know at tip at, they kind of tip their own hand. So again, so but she spoiled it herself because remember Zoe um, Zaldana had mentioned uh, back when she had fin- first finished, uh, remember they, they were shooting both movies back, back yeah, to back because yeah. it was going to be a part one, part two. Mm-hmm. She kind of spoiled it herself and right after she finished part one, she did an interview with somebody and she said, yeah, I got to get back to uh, recording Gauntlet, you know, which I think was going to be the name of uh, Infinity War part two. I right, think. right, right, right. And, so, yeah, you know what I mean? Cause, so, right. like, you knew she was going to be back in the movie and then when you watch Infinity War, you see how she died? Like, well, how are they going to bring her back? And so she kind of spoiled that she's going to be in it some kind of way anyway. Right. So, again, it, so at, at the end of this movie, I'm like, okay, wow. You know, so at the end of the big fight, it was it was so it was so big and so massive that at the end of it, you're just like, wow, this was just a lot. You're not you're not thinking it was just it was a lot. It was a huge fight, huge moments. And then so you're not asking yourselves, you, you go back to um. You go back to now, uh, uh, the end of the movie. Everything is quieted down. Um, uh, Tony's dead. His funeral is awesome. He gives that little um, speech at the end to his daughter and to everyone, kind of. Um, Scott Lang's daughter is now, like, 17, which didn't make sense to me. She always looked really small. Uh, <laughs> uh uh everyone is back pretty much except for maybe the two avengers that died thor uh does his little swan song to new asgard he tells uh um valkyrie that she's now the new king of asgard or king of king of asgard pretty much that she's the new ruler um so i think we're done with chris hemsworth as thor odinson but i feel like we're gonna get another 
Thor. Not maybe not like either Valkyrie should could take on the mantle as Thor, but I don't see I, the fact that Jane Fon Jane Foster is back in a funny way. It would be hilarious if we get Jane Foster Thor, right? No, I mean it'd be it'd be funny, but I don't want Natalie Portman nowhere near <laughs> an MCU movie. And like, mind you, I don't even think she said a word in this movie. No, she I'm didn't. Happy. She didn't. She just showed and her face. That was the most her not talking was the most charismatic she's been in the whole MCU. But again, you have to understand <laughs> if you look at Thor one and Thor two, right? Thor three is the best movie out of those two movies, and that's because they changed the direction. What if? What if yeah. they changed the direct? If she gets Thor, and they change the direction of Thor again, um, this Did you was watch the prequel and um, super, um, uh, the prequel space um, Star Wars. Yes. No. How did you like Natalie Portman in that? Oh, come on, you you gotta you gotta think. But she's an Oscar winner. Did you see Black Swan? I, or Black Swan. I didn't, but I hate her as an actor. I'm sorry. <laughs> like she's charismatic. Like, like, she, she's charismatic. She can act. She's won an Oscar. I believe. I also I believe again they they tried to do too much with both Thor movies. When we got to Ragnarok, it was just like wow, this is this is what we should be doing with Chris. One, we, this is what we should be doing with Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Um, that's that's. But again, I mean, we so we could that that could be a possibility. So. Okay, now before we go back and talk about the past, I want to talk about the possibilities of moving forward, right? So with Endgame, we have a, we've com- we've completed you know the twenty two movie saga, we've completed the Gauntlet, so we've completed Thanos' story in a way because I feel like this, the Celestials could bring Thanos back because again you need balance in the universe and I think Thanos is 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 critical to the to the universe. Which you know he he said it twice. He's inevitable. I believe he's very critical. So let's talk yeah. about what could possibly be. So with the end of Captain Marvel, we get the possibility of Secret Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But with the end of Endgame, with the very, very last thing that happens in Endgame, two things happen in Endgame. One, with Captain America going back to the past and becoming old, um, Maria Hill is back now, right? So we could right. get a, a, a Secret Empire, you know, with two things that happen. Now, this is where we can talk about the past. When we go back to 2012, Captain America goes into the elevator to get the staff and to get the staff from the yeah. boys from Rumlow and the boys, he says to them, Hail, Hail Hydra. Yes. And in, in the beginning of Secret Empire, um, I think it was either Secret Empire Zero, he, you know, we see him on the plane and he says to the guy, Hail Hydra, and it throws him off, right? Right. In, and then in, in 2012, when he taps... Um, past Captain America with the with the um, scepter with the staff he never gave instructions exactly so we could be getting now if if those guys right find Captain America and because he said hail, hail Hydra to them if they now and, they him. and yes so they could now make him Captain or uh, 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 Hydra America or, or Captain Hydra he could now be Captain Hydra just because of their right. if they if they influence him he could be Captain Hydra and again because of the end of 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 so that's a branch that has been created we don't know if that branch was fixed though that's the thing I want to see that branch to be honest with you I, I think that would be um, the most interesting that that could be the most interesting thing but um that see so you have Loki who who can change or work under wording because remember in uh, in Secret Empire spoiler for anybody who hasn't read Secret you Empire need shame to do on that. you yeah shame but, on uh, you. But uh, you know the the, the the writing was changed to 
if you, um, he who's not worthy or something like that. Yes. If, you know, so you, you have Loki who can change that writing. And that's why uh, uh, Captain Hydra was able to wield uh, Milner when he used it to destroy, um, what was it, the X-Men, what was the mutant um, city that he destroyed? Uh, uh, it wasn't Utopia. It yeah, was, it, yeah uh, it was like their little... Because it still was a yeah. camp. It was like an inter because again, if you were a low tier uh, mutant, you were working in that. Everything in uh, Secret Empire was kind of twisted. So we have that, yeah. you know. And then he, when he comes back to the future after he drops off the Infinity Stones, he he passes off the shield to Sam Wilson. So we are looking at the baby setups, you know, what could be a possible. So now Marvel has set up what I what I in my mind they've set up two things beautifully. Secret Wars could be their next uh, big thing. Or you could literally do Secret Empire. You could do either one of those two because you've set it up in these movies. Which would you rather see them set up? Which would you rather see them go with? I would like to see. So I think Secret Empire would make the most sense. Oh my God. For, for like the next step. For the next step. And the reason why is you have the situation with Cap. You have uh, Thor away now. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Thor knows he left no there with Cap. So those those steps are, are set up. For whatever reason, Peter Quill does not want to be on Earth. You get what I'm saying? Right. So you don't have to worry about um, you don't have to worry about Thor coming back for a while. You don't have to, you have to worry about that writing on that. And Mjolnir's here. You know what I mean? You don't know what's going on with Loki. Like you went out your way to set that up. So Loki's still out there to change the writing. Right. We don't even know if it, Enchantress exists. Which I would love her too. So, yes. like you know, you got those pieces there, um, and Black, uh, a past Black Widow movie would be perfect to set all those pieces up. And, and even play. and even Captain Marvel, because you have her now on Earth, kind of. We don't know if she went back because in the end they didn't show her going back. And you don't, and you don't have Iron Man. So uh, at the end of the movie, you have a hologram of Iron Man, right? So he could be your yeah, little. Uh, right. what, what, what was his name? The drunkard or the drunk? The drunk? Yeah, the drunkard. Um. Yeah. And, and, I mean, if you do really, really, if you want an Iron Man, if you really need one, because, you know, for you to use Robert Downey Jr.'s image, you need to probably pay him, and he's probably going to be too out of your price range at this point. You need, uh, you have the dude you used in um, Iron Man 3, which you, you brought him back to the funeral, and at the very end of this movie, we don't get a stinger. We don't get the uh, uh, end, end credit, mid-credit or end credit scene. We get, you know, some... Uh, if you listen to it, you can hear somebody work. It, it sounds like somebody's working on on a suit. Well, it's yeah, not, that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, so so it could it could be you know they're just going back to play you know Iron Man because you know this is this was his swan song. It could be they're just playing you know Iron Man working on a suit back in the in the cave, or it could have been that they're actually uh, um, that that's an actual thing. So or you know it's actually the dude you know coming back to make a suit. So it's it's so much you can do with 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 Secret Empire. Like you, you've set it up. Ma Maria Hill is back. You can start. What was the what was her own like six page arc where she created this little um, thing with the Tesseract or Reality Stone, where she created a uh, crap. I forget what she created. A, a little like utopia for like powered people or like you know where she or like it was like a prison where if you were bad. Uh, Maria Hill, it was Secret Hill, something Hill. I forget what it's worth when everyone kind of escaped. Doctor Strange is in. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it was, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, what was the name of that? Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm trying They couldn't to... use it in Civil War because, because they didn't have the rights to Fantastic Four. Yeah, oh my gosh. Because now you do. 
now you do. Like, yeah, what's the name of that place? Oh my god, I forget. I cannot think of the name of that prison. So you've created this prison with, you know, where you wipe the minds of, of the, because now you have the scepter back. So now you've created a prison where you've wiped the minds of these criminals, you know, and, and so everything is kind of set up for Secret Empire. I mean, I, I feel like Secret War, you'd have to build to it again, like another, but you have Secret Empire ready to go. You know, if you decide that's the, that's the way you want to go. So that's my possibility um, with, with, and then if Sony decides we don't, we could take away Peter Parker, you can ask Sony to give you Miles Morales because now Miles Morales could be the guy here, like so much. So you set up Namor, right? Because with the earthquake under, under Wakanda. So all of this is ready to go. We're, we're good to go from Secret Empire. I just, I'm ready to see it happen. To be honest, I'm ready to see it happen. I'm ready to go there. Um, other than that, again, like I said, I don't hate this movie because I've seen it twice. I'm going to see it the third time. I just know. I think it's a good movie. It is a good movie. I think it's a movie. real good movie. And they set up Namor, like you said. They set up Namor. Right. Which I don't know how that works with the right show of Namor. Um, no, they, um, Namor would have been with Fantastic Four, right? He would have been, He would have been with Fox. But since they bought that. they No, nah, he's, he's with Universal. Oh no! I mean, so maybe yeah. Namor. We get to use Namor like we use um, Hulk. We don't need Namor and to have a solo movie. We need Namor to just be in Indies movie, so we can use Namor like Hulk. In my opinion, yeah. Because I, I think me, because you and I talked about this before, it would have been great if some kind of way they would have had Namor um, in, in, uh, in the second uh, in the second Black Panther. Right. Because mind you, that's Namor's like direct enemy. Yes, is Black one Panther, one, like, and like, yeah. and you could, uh, you could, you could set up the Necropocalypse, uh, apocalypse, and uh, in the next Black Panther movie, you could kind of go into uh, what's my man name? He's like the Black Panther version of the Joker. Um, oh man, I, I, I can't think about. of his I name. Yeah, so, I think you could set all that up in the next Black Panther movie. And it makes perfect sense because he opened up the uh, the borders. Exactly. You know what I mean? So so much so, is so much you can do. I mean, now that you have some of these characters back again with Universal, like you could you, you don't you don't need Namor. Like just like you had a uh, they did Planet Hulk with Thor Ragnarok. I believe because again they don't have the rights to Hulk, so they can you know just like Universal uses just like they use Hulk because there's no more Hulk. So now what you want to do is do exactly like you said. Just if you want to do that, bring Namor. Um, uh, the next question I have now is so with the with the swan song for all these characters, whose character did you do you feel like got the best send off? Because I don't like I in back to back movies, I think Hulk got the shaft. In, in oh, Hulk got the horrible shaft. Yeah. But what's what's weird is I don't think um what's his name? What's his name? Mark his Ruffalo. Name? I don't think Mark Ruffalo was happy with his role for a while. But I think Mark Ruffalo is very happy with his role right now. Like uh, I feel like he he felt like I think I don't know. It just seemed like he wasn't happy doing interview up until he did Ragnarok. Right, and right. Like if you notice, like he, he just seems excited now. On, like, when he I feel like the him, he, I feel like him having Hulk being able to talk was a good thing for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mind you, he he basically was not Ruffalo the whole movie. He was in Mulcat. Yes, the whole movie. Yes, and how many actors? And this is where where again I commend Marvel. How many actors do you know? And this is always my problem with superhero movies. 
actors always want to show their face. You get what I'm saying? Robert Downey Jr. for no reason was always out of his mask with with Iron Man. He was always out of his mask for no reason. He'd be in the middle of a fight too. No mask on. So, and like Ruffalo for for the for what a three hour movie was outside of his mask and shown outside of his mask for what Two? seven minutes, six minutes right, of screen time, right. six minutes. You know what I mean? Time. Like yes. <laughs> so it's like yo, like that's a huge statement. That, that lets me know you're happy with your role. The fact that you could give that give up your face time in a role and like really go complete mall cap throughout this movie lets me know. You feel good. You you feel good about the direction. Like I saw how excited he was on the on the whole press um, junket. Like especially in Tokyo and everything. Like I think you're going to get him back for a couple more movies. Be I nice. don't know what role, mm-hmm. but I kind of there's one thing I didn't like about Ruffalo. Um, but I kind of blame this on Marcus and McFeely more than Ruffalo. I felt like they brought um wrote um Professor Hawk. Uh, 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 Professor Hawk like Beast. Yes, definitely, one hundred percent. You get what I'm saying? Yes, this is this is this is what 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 happens when you don't have these characters in that universe. Because if you had a beast in the universe, I don't think Professor Hulk would look like that or would sound like that. Um, I yeah. think we, we would have gotten closer to a Gray Hulk type thing from you remember the cartoon in the nineties yeah. we had Gray Hulk. Gray Hulk is cool. Like, like I but think Gray that's where really where it was going. Yes, I think that's where we would have gotten closer to with if you had a beast in this universe. But you, since you don't have beasts, you can throw, you can, you can make a beast with Hulk, and it, it could work. But I, I just feel like Hulk in in both movies, Infinity War and Endgame, has gotten like the shaft. Like um, Thor, to me, is to me, he is the best character in both movies. Anyone wants to fight with me, I will fight with you on that one. I will throw hands. We can, you, you know, why I'm at. You can come see me. I think Thor, in my opinion, has the best character arc in both movies, regardless of his PTSD yeah. and him being fat in uh, Endgame, which I I loved. I loved uh, uh, Thor 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 Big Lebowski. I love that. But it, he had such a he had key moments in 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 Infinity War. You know, after taking the star to his chest or the sun to his chest, and then bring me fat like that moment alone solidifies him as the best character in the universe. Like. When he jumped, when he drops down in the battle of Wakanda, and he's like, bring me, like, I was like, that's, yo, that right there, you know, if, if we had to do one had to go Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, um, from the big four, because honestly, they are the big four, because those, those are the, the heavy guns. If we had to do one, ha- one has right. to go, like, if you can lose one out of all those characters just to make three. To me, Hulk is gone. I would lose Hulk. Yeah, easy because he did nothing in both movies. I mean, in, in Endgame, he was a smart one, but he did nothing in those movies worth worth remembering. But if we go back to Wakanda and we go back to to Endgame when when he calls Milner and, and and Stormbreaker and he becomes badass, Thor is my character. And but he 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 has a send off from the Avengers from Earth, but he's not done. So. I, I feel he's not done. I mean, I think no, I don't. I don't think he's done. The Asgardians, the Asgardians of the galaxy, in the best hands at this point. Exactly, because he's James Gunn. Oh my gosh, I want James Gunn with this Thor. Exactly. Like at this point, with him and Star Lord, that they they have a a chemistry. Him and Chris Pratt, Pratt they have a chemistry that yeah. is unmatched in this whole universe, and is is, is going to be amazing. Um. So who is your? So Thor is my character that got to me has the best 
arc in both movies. Who's yours? I feel like you're gonna say Cap. I don't want to say Cap. Like, mind you. All right, so this is weird. I have a a, a plethora of Cap, Captain America comics. Right. I'm not a Captain America fan though, but I love his storylines. Right. I I still don't think Cap had a real good story arc though. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like they kind of threw in the story arc for Cap towards uh, an end game. Right. And that was like the relationship, like repairing the relationship with Tony. And I really don't feel like they really resolved that relationship. Like, I think that you had to put differences aside for the sake of battle. But 100%. Where Tony gives that whole, um, what's mm-hmm. the name, uh, animosity is corrosive or something like that. Right. Like, like, like that was like a throwaway line. Like, no, you got real, real issues to resolve. Like, Yes. Like, because Tony, Tony mentioned it in, uh, was it the first Captain America? Like, this is the guy who my dad never shut up about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in the first yeah. Avengers movie. Pretty much. Like, and, like, like his father threw Cap in his face all the time. Like, and you, like, you knew how much of, how much Tony had animosity towards Cap. Because but in the first like... Iron Man, he's. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, in the first Iron Man, you get a scene of in, in Tony's work work area. Like, you see Cap Shield just laying there. Like, that's how much Tony thought of Cap. Like, yo, just whatever with this guy. Because his father kept throwing him in his face. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have that. And, and Tony's whole arc was, I'm trying to protect the world from this coming threat of Thanos. I don't know who Thanos is, but I know that is a coming threat. I've seen it with my own eyes I, with the wormhole. I had a vision of it. It was clear as day. I know it's real. I know it's coming. I'm trying to keep us together. I'm trying to keep the Avengers together. You guys don't know what I know. There's something coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. You guys don't know what I know. Civil War. Look, I give. I get the the, the Sokovia Accords up. Let's play politics. We can work certain amendments in, but there's something bigger coming. Don't worry about the politics. And boom, um, Thanos comes. Everybody's everywhere, and they fail. You know what I mean? Oh, he, and Tony he was right. In his you face. weren't there, Cap. He, he doing in his face, man. Yeah, you weren't there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and you know what I mean? That's like in a way, it's crazy to say, but I feel like Cap's arc was it. It was pieced together, but as best you could do it in a three-hour movie with a lot of moving parts. You know yes. what I mean? And you have yes. to make close everything up but it's so much that that should have been i mean mind you couldn't do it in this movie but i don't feel like cap had the best art yeah okay but going back to tony real quick so when he met his father right in 1970 before he was born when he met his father don't you think that's where they kind of like closed it because now i mean he knows his father loves him but it's like yeah he understands that you know what his father's work is at this point because again your work is to is is bigger than who you are and it's you know it's 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 huge do you, don't you think that's where he was like okay i see it now like i know my father you know granted you're right growing up my father always threw cap in my face but i see it i see you and i see you know like him seeing his father don't you think that's where he kind of like felt okay well i get it i guess i could you know it's not his fault it's not cap's fault you know it's it's not you know it's my father's and isn't isn't his issue with cap more of his issue with his father I think I think that's a large part. But remember, Cap was kind of against Tony every time Tony had an idea to yes. save the world yes. from the coming threat of Thanos. Definitely, you get what I'm saying? Definitely. Cap was always like, oh, the safest hands are still our own. Oh, we're going to lose together. You know, like, dude, like, I guess <laughs> you're trying to inspire lose. us. But, right. 
you're killing us in the process. <laughs> Fuck your inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we have a we have a scenario where we could really be successful, and you're trying to inspire us to die. <laughs> like, what are you, King Leonidas? <laughs> like, right, like Spartans. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we die in hell. Like, no, let's nah, really think this. <laughs> like, no, but yeah, I, I do, I do understand what you're saying because you're right. Say Civil War didn't happen the way it happened, they are together. Yeah. When when the threat comes to Earth, they are all together. And they they figure everything out together as a team, you know. It's 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 one. It's that's why I believe this movie worked the way it worked when they were all together. Everyone was together when Thanos came, because now the big. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what what your threat is. We are here. We can all put our heads together, put our hands together, and figure this thing out together. You you know because of the accords and because of Civil War and because of the fighting. You said it. Everyone is everywhere. I think. And this kind of does kind of make Cap a villain, but it also kind of just gives him like, yeah, whatever. We want to send you off kind of nice or kind of cool. So here, here you go. Bye. You know, um, you're right. Tony and him never had a resolution. So would you say your best character is Tony then? You're stuck. I kind of have to. You're stuck. I, I have to, and I hate to do I, that because that's like the lower hanging fruit. Yes, it and is. And it makes me seem like a fanboy, and I'm not trying to seem like a well, fanboy. I'm a Thor fanboy. Let me just go ahead and say that right now. Thor, yes. Since, uh, since Ragnarok. Thor has the best arc in the whole MCU. Though. Yes, yes. He, You can see his like, growth all the way from Thor 1 up to Ragnarok. And, and when his dad and see, says. And here's the cool part about it. Right. The Russo brothers fixed one problem with Thor that everybody complained about, and the Russo brothers did it in two movies. So if you notice. Thor never had time to really sit still ever throughout his whole progress. Like right. from Thor one to Avengers one to Thor two to um, Age of Ultron mm-hmm. to then you go into uh, Ragnarok. Thor has always been moving and doing stuff. He never had a chance to really sit back and process grief. Like the only time he had a chance to process grief was when Odin had the Odin sleep and he thought his father died. Right. You know what I mean. And that's when Thor had grief. That's the only time we actually seen Thor actually grief because maybe, he was actually sitting still. Or maybe Thor too. So, yeah, you didn't really see him between Thor two and three, no, he didn't, didn't really get time to really grieve over Frida. He still had to fight the Dark Elves. Yes. Right. So and then so you know you go from Thor two to Age of Ultron. Like and, and after Thor two, he he went to go do something before he came to Earth. I forgot what, but like he came to Earth for a yeah. very specific. Yeah, reason. after Thor what. two, he but, went to drop off the uh, Power Stone at uh, no, not the what's it? No, Reality Stone. He went to the uh, to, Reality. Yeah, he went to what's his face to um, Benicio Toro's character and dropped off the stone. And I think that's when he came. That's when he came down to Earth for um, um, Age of Ultron. This, yeah. So you had Age of Ultron. Of course, in that time, he's still grieving over his mom's death, but he didn't have time to process it. But yeah. even then, you kind of get like you start. You start to get kind of like, all right, I'm self-medicating with uh, the Excelsior Thor. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so you get the seeds um, planted there, and then you get the Thor three, and his father dies, and, and you know everything kind of starts to go. No, actually, in Thor two, not only is Frida die, but um, Thor thinks Loki's dead. Yes, he does. He does. You get what I'm saying? So you have those two things happening that, that impacts Thor's psyche. Thor 3, Thor basically finds out, oh, crap, my brother's still alive. Thank God. You know what I mean? At least I had that. And wow. then his father dies. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like, oh, great. My dad's dead. And 
not only is my dad dead, but now my, my home world is destroyed because I have to be the person destroyed to stop my sister. And this, and, uh, you know what I mean? Like, now I have to destroy my home world just to get rid of my sister. I didn't even know I had. Bruh. You know what I mean? Exactly. In the process, his sister slaughters all his friends. <laughs> and, like, almost everybody there on the planet. So they go into exile. They, they own a ship. And then, and then they Thanos. run into Thanos, who Bruh. then really kills his brother. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. And then he so, suffers. And then you finally, 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 finally. With Rocket. Yes. And then you finally see him. And it's like, funny because both times that doors Rocket break scene down. was so you know, strong. That Rocket scene yeah, was so but strong. What's crazy is both times, though. Both yes. times. Yes. Like, 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 remember, he broke down with Rocket on the spaceship going to Neverdelir. Yes. And then didn't he do it with Rocket in, in his little shack in and, Endgame? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, so three times he broke he broke with Rocket. Yeah, don't don't mention that man's name. Not not here. Not here. So it actually makes sense that Thor would go with the Guardians because he has a bond with Rocket to begin with. Yes, a very strong bond. Um So yeah, I mean that does make sense. So he to me, that's the best character. So in, in, in the MCU, that is like you said, that is the best character we've seen grow. Um, I think Cap, the the best and the best and worst thing with Cap is oh he grew a beard between the new one and game. <laughs> that's his that's his character grow. But no, he did. You know, if we if we look at Captain America's movies separately, I mean, between First Avenger and uh, Winter Soldier, you can see that he now sees the world differently, and that's why I believe he went back to Peggy because an unselfish Captain an unselfish Cap would just come back. And, and continue and find a way to live his life, which is what he I feel like he should have done. Um, but he decides his life is back with Peggy, leaving a different Captain America in ice. Uh-huh. So that is very selfish. Because... You know what's crazy? Go ahead. I was kind of holding out hope that Cap was going to become Red Hulk. Oh man! I, I was like, mind you, I know you you have William out there. You could you could do. The whole Red Hulk thing with General Ross. Like how yes, you, do you can. I, I know. Yes, those. you can. But I had so here's where I was thinking it was going. If you remember in Civil War, they talk about oh, I see a flaw in you, Captain. When, I, when he's talking to Zemo and talks about the uh, the green in his eye and stuff like that. Yeah. And oh. it went on. And if you go back and look at the first Hulk movie, they talk about like basically trying to recreate Captain America using the um using the gamma radiation. That's mm-hmm. how Bruce became Hulk Hulk, to begin yeah. with. Yeah. But some weird reason, I thought that some kind of way we was going to, I don't know why I had this feeling, but I had some kind of way something was going to happen where um, Cap was going to kind of, his character was going to evolve and you're going to get Red Hulk, basically. Interesting. Because Cap's power is really undefined. Yes, very, very undefined and very inconsistent <laughs> and very OP at some points and very under underpowered and it's just weird but you know what i mean again yeah, and then look at his eyes when he was fighting off thanos like it looked like he was about to go like, i'm talking about, now, about the rage yeah if you look at the face in his eyes yeah yeah and i was like wait a minute come on and that's when i started to get the thought like yo are they gonna play a red hawk story now with cap i mean because now you can do it again with old with uh old cap because you know it's like mm-hmm. oh we need you again and something's gonna go wrong with the with the with recreating Cap, and boom, you have Red Hulk. I see that could, as a possibility. 
trying to transform old cap back to cap i mean if they do secret empire i mean they, they you see there's so much that could happen but all in all this movie right so this movie again we, we've talked about everyone's swan song i believe again we've agreed that thor has the best one but this movie yeah. is is it like i said earlier it's a culmination it's the oh we are rewarding you for watching every movie and again for this is this the reward of this movie is for everyone that has watched you know so everyone that watches every new avenger uh, every new marvel movie to watch every new marvel movie you go back and watch you know you rewatch every movie again this is a big reward for you um so so again this is this is this is in my mind right and this is what i would i would hope i was hoping dc was gonna be you know like when they started off with man of steel and unfortunately this wasn't you know they couldn't hack it you know but and, and you know what dc, you know, DC uh, messed up so so, so bad so thing. bad so bad this is where i, I feel dc messed up where marvel had to build yourself up dc has an advantage dc has the rights to captain america i mean so superman all, Batman, all the characters wonder woman yes right? so you ha- you have your rights to the biggest three characters in the globe like like Spider-Man is nowhere near. I mean, Spider-Man's probably number four on the most recognizable superheroes. I think number two. Arguably number to be three. Honest. I think, to be honest, I think if you go by it, I say Batman, Spider-Man, and then maybe Superman, Superman? or Wonder Woman and Superman. Superman, because I, I would think, say Superman's number one overall. The reason that the reason I rank it that way is okay. So in comic books, yes, but in movies, Batman is number one. I'm talking one. about in recognition. Oh, in recognition. Just in recognition. All right. With, with All the general right. population, recognition. I think Batman is number one because there's so many people that feel like Batman can't do any wrong. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I'm, I'm just saying, but DC has the benefit of the top, of the top three, of, top, or top five. Yeah, because Batman. whichever order you put it, all their big three characters are in the top five. Whichever order right. you put them. So you have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Right. You just came off of a road good trilogy with the Dark Knight trilogy right, right so right. Christian Bale's not coming back alright fine whatever you lost Christian Bale so you had to reboot Batman you have Superman you start off your um, you start off with Superman right, right. smart move I'm, I commend him for that like hey look we're going to start off our own universe Superman's going to be our lead character right why go to Batman v Superman that's the Squad? thing that upsets like, like, the spirit you Recast Batman, mind you. I was not like mind you. I, I, all right, I, I did not like Ben Affleck as Batman being casted at first. Care. But, but here's the thing. Like you said, I don't really care. Like, give me a good Batman. Period. When I saw, so you cast Ben Affleck. I know Ben Affleck loves comic books. So right. I, so because I know Ben Affleck loves comic books, He'll I was willing to forgive Daredevil yeah. and hope for the best. Right. So you cast Ben Affleck, but then you do Batman v Superman. Why? 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 Don't give me that yet. Give me a Batman movie. Uh, like, give me straight Batman. Like, so that way I have Superman movie, I have Batman movie. If you want to give me a Wonder, Man, Wonder Woman movie next, give me Wonder Woman movie next. Then, some kind of way between that, like, make me fall in love with Superman before you want to kill him off and do the death of Superman story. Bruh, they did so you much. You know what I'm saying? They did so much in two movies that it made no sense. And that's the and thing. They didn't do any much. building to make if, you love Superman. If you, if you like, cut out half of Batman v Superman, because I, I I want to believe they both had equal parts in the movie. Wrong. Batman had the most part. 
if you take Superman out of Batman v Superman, that is a hundred percent Batman movie, and that that is a Batman movie I wouldn't mind watching. I mean, yes, he goes psycho at some points, but I wouldn't mind watching that as a solo Batman movie. But, but and and me and you had this conversation before. I yes. defend Batman v Superman on the Batman account. Yeah, I feel like that was the most comic book accurate Batman aside from Justice League right. that we've ever had. Like so, that's was like I actually like Ben Affleck from what he brought to the table. I, I like Ben Affleck because this is he redeemed Daredevil. And the only the only thing I have with the Batman is if you take away Superman out of BVS and you have Batman killing, you take that out a little bit. I don't mind it. I don't mind BVS. I don't mind yeah. that Batman. If you gave me that as a solo Batman movie, I wouldn't mind it then. Because the thing about doing that Frank Miller, The Dark Knight Rises 2 arc is because in, even in that comic, it, it follows the rules of these characters are already set up. They're not new to uh-huh. the universe. And that's the thing about, you know, trying to do that in a comic book movie because they've, they've already been set up. Because in that, in that comic book, Superman is pretty much Captain America. He, he, if you're looking at the Civil War type exactly. angle. He's, he's, he's the Boy Scout. And he, he works at the leisure of uh, Reagan, yes. who wasn't really Reagan. Yes. And Batman would be um, whoever Batman is. I'm, you know, some, a role character who doesn't want to, you know, you know, who doesn't want to, who still believes in the fact that he is what Gotham needs. And so you, you, dro- you don't, you know, so they're already established. You don't just drop us into that world when we don't know them. And, and that's the problem. And then you jump from that into Death of Superman. And you did too much. Because like you said, do you, okay, f- follow me on this, right? These characters are already set up. They're already big. Do you understand? In my mind, I feel like you could have done a Justice League movie and worked all the way back, and worked the way back to doing solo movies. You could have. Because again. That. And see, that's the weirder part. Because when I saw Justice League and I saw the, th- so aside from the CGI, because we already established with this movie, these Hollywood CGI, CGI on CGI is horrible. It's horrible. Yes, happen. it's just it's not going to change for another five years. Yes, right. So I've already accepted that. Avatar. I got what I enjoy. <laughs> right, but here's the thing: I accept it, and I still enjoy the movies. Right. So, so that being said, the 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 Superman I got in in the Justice Justice League oh movie my was the God. Superman I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, Don't give me this dark, you, mopey, it took scary you, Superman. It took you that many years to finally get Superman right. Oh my God! And what's sad is, I wonder is that what Snyder? I'm not begging for the Snyder cut. Let no, because it's not going to happen. But, that's not what he was doing. But, I don't care what anyone says. But, and see, that's what I'm saying. This not was Snyder the one who had the, the happy, fun Superman, or was that the reshoots with uh Josh with, Whedon. Uh, Josh Whedon that had me? Because if you, you, you know what I'm saying, so, so that, I followed that whole Snyder thing to the T because I think that's when we kind of started the podcast was kind of kind of going up. So we were reading everything and we were discussing those shows. So the the, the plan, the Snyder plan was he was gonna ha- so in that that evil Superman when you know the Pet Cemetery Superman, which I love, I love that reference. <laughs> <laughs> that Pet Cemetery Superman that fought the Justice League was supposed to go on for longer than that. He was supposed to be on Dark Side. Oh he was supposed to be with Steppenwolf. And so at some point later in the movie was when he was going to come back to his senses and defeat Steppenwolf. So that was supposed to be an extended thing. And so the, in my mind, there's no, there was no clear cut where you were going to have him be happy and joyful and, 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 and that Superman we got. So I, I don't think that that's what would happen. Because, I mean, that, there is that scene that's floating around where he comes to Alfred and, and Alfred goes, he said you would come. Now, I was hoping not too late. 
where he was smiling. Hey, Alfred, I, 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 that scene looked cool. But to be honest, it in my it doesn't flow with the kind of movie that Zack Snyder was floating with what we heard Zack Snyder's movie was floating and gonna be. So if his movie was also gonna be a three hour long movie. I, I again, unless you're doing an Endgame type movie, a big movie like Endgame, I don't think you do your first Justice League movie for three hours. I don't think you do that. I don't think you add all this unnecessary story. I feel like Josh Whedon had a pulse on it. Yes, he did. And it's unfair because Josh Whedon is going to get the unfair rap because he came in in the middle of an already shot movie. Again, you can't come in in the middle of a a shitty unready shot movie and then try. You can can do your best, but it's not going to work. And again, he saw what happened. Everyone saw what happened with Wonder Woman and everyone was loving or DC's finally in a good step. If you let Zack Snyder complete his Justice League, you're going all the way back. You let what happened with Justice League happen, which is fine because at some point you can't, you can't, if you cut off that movie and say, yo, we're going to stop this movie and we're not going to put bring it out, you're losing $300 million. If you shoot this movie and say, we're going to bring it out regardless, you lose a little bit, you lose a little bit less. You don't lose $300 million. So I understand why in a business sense, why Justice League had to come out. But in a, as a fan, no, nah, like I, I like the movie because I get I finally get the characters I wanted to get. Honestly, I don't mind Batman and Justice League because his banter was super. Yeah, I didn't mind Batman. I didn't mind Batman and Justice League. Uh, you're right. I didn't mind him in yeah. either movie. I just OK, he killed. That was kind of like over the top. But I I mean, if you scale that back even down, in Suicide Squad, Batman was cool Batman was cool in Suicide like, Exactly. In the, in the flashback. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I just, you know, watching Endgame kind of made me sad in a way because I am a big DC fan. I'm a big, uh, Superman fan. It made me sad because I'm like, yo, like, and don't get me wrong. I'm never going to call these characters B characters because I've heard a lot of people say, oh, what, what Marvel could do with B characters, you know, versus what DC couldn't do with their A characters. I'm sorry. I grew up watching you. If I don't know if you remember this, the seventies Captain America cartoon. Um, the intro yeah. goes when Captain America tr- throws his mighty shield. I remember that cartoon. I remember the Iron Man cartoon from back in the day. You know, I remember the whole cartoon. So none of these characters would be characters to me. They've always been prime characters in my in my mind. You know, Lionsgate had these characters and dropped a lot of awesomeness with them. You know, so. But I'm saying with like you know with you know with Marvel flourishing with X Men, uh uh. uh fantastic four of course the avengers were kind of like on the bottom line but they were never be characters to me they were just you know not the main characters but it's it's kind of sad because what what marvel and what disney did you know first it started with lionsgate because iron man came out as a lionsgate movie but what 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 marvel and disney was able to do with them when they finally got them versus what one like you said warner brothers having the rights to all these characters it just goes to show that when you put the right people in the right positions good things happen I think so somebody should have somebody should have sat back there and <laughs> said, "Hey, look, Suicide Squad, we're not going to do and at this point in time." I think, I think that was um, their DC response to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but somebody should say, "Hey, look, we're not doing this. Like, let's save Killer Croc for a Batman movie." Right. <laughs> like you didn't even establish Killer Croc was done cool. I'm sorry, yeah, you didn't even establish. Cool. You didn't even establish these characters as Batman villains or Flash villains. Like they, they just existed. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about you know. Again, Guardians of the Galaxy works because you don't need to establish those characters. 
fine. Suicide no. Squad, you actually, we actually, I need to, again, besides Harley and Joker, I mean, unless as a, as a mainstream fan, besides Harley and Joker, you know nothing about Killer Croc. You know nothing about, I mean, if you watch the Flash show, you know about Captain Boomerang. So he has the benefit yeah. of existing, you know, outside of that universe. If you, so you, Katana, Katana, you don't know. But again, they were hoping or they were banking on the fact that you watched um, the, the Assault on Arkham. So they were banking on that. You had to watch Assault on Arkham to get these characters. But I mean, ultimately, I mean, so far so good. We had a really great, we had a great Wonder Woman movie. We had a pretty okay Aquaman movie, Made Money. And we had, in my opinion, the best DC movie, Shazam, that you need to see. So we're going to, I feel like we're DC, Warner Brothers in the right direction. They need to reboot on Batman because he needs to be rebooted to fit into this universe that they're doing. Um, you know, at some point we might get another Superman solo. Um, well, I'm not in a rush for it. Okay. I have a problem with Superman. Go go for it. I have a problem with Superman. So in, um, Justice League, they went out their way to call Clark by Clark several times while he was Superman. Yes. So, but I mean, there were no, there were no police and everything. Was it Clark? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. it it, It was, it was, what's the name was Lois. She was like, Clark. You're right. You're right. You're yeah, right, in front of the police officer, and I, I and I think Batman did the same thing. Only right. person that um, only person that said Kal-El was uh, Wonder Woman. Was Wonder Woman. Yeah. Man. So I have a huge problem with that because I was like, okay, so if we're gonna go back and act like do this whole secret identity thing, which doesn't work, but whatever. Oh, now it doesn't we're work. Go back and because do this whole him secret. dying, yeah, you crush that. It doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. So like. Now I have a huge problem with how they're going to do the next movie. Plus, you have Lex Luthor at the play. Yeah. you got to reboot the whole thing. I'm sorry. There's no way it's going to work. Because right. Lex Luthor's out of prison. He's on his yacht. Um, <laughs> God Slayer, my man. <laughs> um, Deathstroke, he's on the boat. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, like, you, you, you got... Like, so, you know, your secret identity's out. It just doesn't work. Like the whole like but, you, you shattered the D D C E U. But tell me though, like you just hasn't, shattered. Hasn't if if we look at it, if you go back in the comic books, oh yeah, at this point we stopped talking about Avengers Endgame. We love it, so you get you get it. But we're just yeah. doing kicking up uh, kicking some extra shit about you know yeah, what we're could, having fun talking yeah. about comics. So at this, so hasn't hasn't Lex Luthor always kind of known who Superman is, but he just because. He he prefers his game versus Superman, and he does he respects Clark, and he doesn't want to because he respects him. He doesn't he has a sort of respect, even though I don't like you, but I have a sort of respect. I'm not gonna go, you know, family's out of bounds. Hasn't he always had that kind of relationship with him? Because it's like Lex is such an interesting written person, and I I hate it. Go ahead, because I hated fucking Lex. No, no, go ahead. I hated Lex Luthor and um BVS. I, I kind of liked yeah. him in Justice League because he seemed like he knew what he was doing. In BVS, he just seemed like he didn't, and he just seemed very, very Riddler, Joker-esque. It, it just, it was a lot. It was just everywhere. They tried to write him like a millennial. Yes, <laughs> which which doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, come on. Lex Luthor <laughs> is not a millennial. Like, I get it. I Like, he they made him Facebook Lex. Like, even even Max, Mark yeah. Zuckerberg is better as a character <laughs> in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
But it seems like they 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 be like, hey, look, remember the social network? Remember how you were on social network? Be we're that. gonna put you on Batman and make you play the same exact character. I wish I wish he plays Mark Zucker because Mark Zuckerberg right now, the way he is, is a better Lex than Lex in BVS. <laughs> like he's as because again, Lex to be honest does have a little bit of awkwardness awkwardness to him, but it's not to the level of say he's like as socially awkward as uh he was in BVS. He's more aware of himself. He's more of a aware. Like, man, listen, they they just squandered. They squandered the shit to the character. Yeah, like, I think Mark Zuckerberg is Lex Luthor. No, seriously, about. like he's walking Lex Luthor right now, and and it makes yeah, it makes Lex like it makes no sense because if they were going for it, I would have said if if we had waited to 2018 to do Justice League, right? I would say go back and watch the uh the hearings, right? Remember when he was doing his hearings a couple <laughs> months ago. That's that's what I mean. When he had to wear the suit and everything, yes, he was that is like fucking Lex Luthor. It was like it was very uncomfortable to watch that. Yeah, he was, I'm like, yo, is he a villain? Right? Are we watching a super villain in action? He was a fucking super villain. Like, like I felt like the world was held hostage while he was drinking water. Like, right, like, yo, right. Stuff. Like you guys better let me go because I have the bombs laid out in the city. Like. <laughs> It's 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 so it's so sad looking how DC has squandered their characters. But I mean, if they're gonna do solos, they're probably just gonna do solos, and they're probably gonna reboot Superman. And then, so this is what I think they're gonna do. They're gonna do solos, right? They're gonna reboot Batman in a solo movie and not touch. We're not gonna get a Justice League to maybe 2025, 20, yeah, a, a long time. And because th- you have to forget this movie happened, like <laughs> we're not gonna remind you this movie happened. We're not gonna remind you BVS happened. When I, I I think they're not even, they don't even want to remind you Man of Steel happened. So we're not going to get probably we're not gonna get a Superman for a while. We might get a Flash, and we don't even know what's going on with Flash. We might get a Flash movie before we get a Superman movie, and that's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be so crazy. You know what I think they, they should do? Mind you, this is not realistic because Hollywood is never gonna miss a dollar. Oh no, no. They should go ahead re rename the DC DE. DCEU to something completely different. Oh, they did already. They did. They, they call it the yeah. Worlds of DC. And I believe that's a great okay. name because now that gives you the okay. fact that you have multiverses. So it's not it's right. not the world of the is the world because you have two Jokers now existing. Because sure. uh, yesterday, so. I believe Jared Leto came out and said his Joker might be in the Holly movie. So he still exists. And now you're getting a Joker with um, um what's his face? So, but there are technically three Jokers in the comic, and then exactly. So I'm not mad at all three, at two Jokers existing in DC, uh, uh, in DC history because right now, if, if we haven't, so we haven't really rebooted Batman. So to me, the only Batman that really exists is Christian Bale, and the the only the quintessential Joker right now is is uh, what's his name? Uh, all right. Uh, so hear me out on this. Go ahead. You reboot DC, right? Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, Shazam exists in that world. Right. Leave Shazam alone. Wonder Woman exists in that world. Like, right. I know it, it's connected to the whole other Wonder Woman, uh, the, um, the other Wonder Woman film, BBS, all that good stuff. So what? It happened. You know, right. like, right, right. whatever. Things happen. We Some kind of way, <laughs> something happened. Exactly. Up. You know, like, but it happens in comics all the time. All the it, time. Stupid events that happen and that Shit. we on it. What do you know? My rebirth just happened, and a bunch of things that happened from Fifty Two still exist. It didn't cancel out Fifty Two. It just right. Yeah. So you do that, 
And then what you do is you do seeing that uh, what you call that movie, uh, Suicide Squad Two slash the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's gonna be called out the Suicide Squad. They're not calling it a sequel. Right. It's just the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, so seeing that that's gonna happen, and you're helping from making a Suicide Squad movie, reboot the whole DC, uh, whole DC universe to do the Suicide Squad. That could mean anything. Right, you introduce Flash and you introduce your new Batman in that way. Exactly. And then from there, you could branch out and make your Batman movie, you could make your Flash movie, you could make your Superman movie. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And that you makes already sense. established your villains. Because DC always has prided itself on its villains. You get what I'm saying? Like, yes. his villains are always very well written yeah, and very Lex, Lex, So you Joker, could do that yeah. with the Suicide Squad. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. You can do that with Suicide Squad because now you introduce your new Batman, you introduce your new uh, Flash. Again, just the same way you kind of introduce Flash in, in Suicide Squad. You know, now you can introduce the new Flash. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like, man, if if we could go back to 2012 because 2013, I believe 12 was when Man of Steel came out. And if you existed, if we, you know, because of now Endgame, time travel works the way it works. I would go back right 2012 13 <laughs> after man of steel i'm like yo get zack snyder the fuck out of here your universe is gonna fail <laughs> am i too soon <laughs> i'm too soon <laughs> get, get him the fuck out of here not gonna work. it's not gonna work it's because man of steel is is even if it, it does come out as divisive right you can correct Man of Steel with the Man of Steel 2. It doesn't matter. Like, it could have been corrected. But instead, yeah. they went deeper into it. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do right here, right? I'm going to cut this one off right now. Because I'm like, yo, this is going to be so... Because <laughs> we're going. And I feel like this is going to be so much fun. But Kyle, like... I, I would like for you to come back. Because, you know what? L let's just end the show. And then we can talk once the show's over. So, yeah. uh, thank you very right. much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to our Endgame um, um, review do you comic book edition love you guys uh i <laughs> um this was this was purely off comic book logic that we went off and we enjoyed the movie uh i still feel infinity war is the better movie but thank you very much for listening kyle thank you for coming um you can catch this on uh, spotify uh it's gonna be on the website i'll probably find a way to put it on youtube uh, if it's not too long but um yeah thank you guys for coming thank you guys for rocking with us we will catch you on the next one peace